0: Hey, hey, you guys, and
1: welcome to another episode of Frequency Bias. <laughs> um, so it's the Tony Show tonight. It's Tony squared. Tony and uh, Tony in the
0: morning. <laughs> Tony and Tony in the morning. However you say, want to say, it's me and Bellotta. Um This is the only two-man episode to make it on the air.
1: First yep. one. Um, where the fuck is everyone, Tony? Dude, I don't know. And what's crazy is not one of them actually gave us a real reason. For. Right. You, usually okay. everyone something up and says, oh, you know, Pi's going to be late for dinner. Steven just says some nonsense. Frankie's at work. We got nothing. They were just like, no. we just got now.
0: Can't make it tonight. And Joe, Joe even went one step further and he gave us dates. He's not going to be available in the future, which is oh, kind of nice. Really? Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's October 10th, which that one makes sense because I think that's I think Pi's birthday is the seven thirty-eight. Okay, so, that's like, fair. Knew he wasn't coming on around then. Yeah. Um, oh and But yeah, Columbus, no excuses. Then. Yeah. No excuses. Like, so I guess we if we rank them like they're they all tied for last.
1: Yeah, I think so. Maybe Joe gets bonus points for canceling on more than one episode at a time. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Frank, like I'm I'm we're assuming it's work with Frankie, because that's what it usually is. Like he does yeah. all the other shit. Still going to have to record. He's still going to have to uh, edit the episode and maybe post it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe post it's a good point. Steven, I wonder what Steven's on. So he was busy at work today, so it could be work related. I think mm-hmm. he started going back to school. I don't know if that's public mm. knowledge. But, so could be those things. Or he could have just said, screw it. I don't want to talk about the fact that my team finally won a game. Possibly. All right, well, let's
0: get into it. Uh, Since it's just me and Bilata, we're obviously going to start with soccer. Yep. And that was talking soccer. (laughs) That was talking soccer, everybody. So let's get on to the real football. Let's get on what was really a good week for all of
1: us. Is this the first week all of our teams have won? It definitely feels like it had to be because I couldn't. And you know what's even crazier? The Mets and Yankees also won. And that was the first time all the New York teams won since, like, 2009. So that means all of this happening probably hasn't happened since, like, 1922.
0: Well, I know it was the first time that the Jets, Giants, Jaguars, and I think Lions have all won since, like, 2003 or some shit like that. Um, (laughs) We'll get get to our individual teams. Let's start with the Thursday night football game, which Mm -hmm. I think we all expected to be a great game, and it really was. Uh, Chargers, Chiefs. Chargers came out hot right away. It looked like they were going to put the foot on the Chiefs' throat, but they let Mahomes hang around, and you just can't do that. Um, I think this game, Tony turned around on the 99 yard interception, uh, pick six. Um, I mean, Herbert on the other side, broken rib probably now, or broken rib cartilage. Don't know mm-hmm. if I want that doctor looking at him just because he's also the guy that punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. That's um, a good point. And he's getting sued now. Um, what would you think about the game, Tony? I mean, the Chargers just shoot themselves in the foot again.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what was the spread on this game? Was it an even three or was it?
0: No, it was. So I, for those of you that watched our Instagram story on Thursday, I said, take the Chargers plus four and a half because this is going to end by a field goal. And it was a backdoor cover, I will say that. But it was still a three-point game.
1: I'm starting to feel like for Charger games, I'm just going to bet, like, whatever the smaller spread. Like, they always do this in every game. They always play good teams really well. For some reason, they can never win them outright. But they always keep it close. I still think the Chargers are good, but something feels like they do every year where they're going to win, like, eight or nine games somehow because they're going to lose, like, four or five of these three point yeah. games that they could have won. Um Chiefs still did Chief things. I think people kinda some people thought they were going to run away with it just because of how they played the week before, but I think this is kind of what I expected the game to be.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm a i am feel like you have to be scared if you're the rest of the teams in the AFC because mm-hmm. the Chiefs did this. The Charger defense looked amazing uh, mm-hmm. on Thursday. I mean yeah. seven of the 27 points was obviously the pick six. Uh, There was a bunch of phantom holding calls. Uh, There was a pick by Asante Samuel Jr. There was a pick by Asante Samuel Jr. that got overturned because there was enough evidence to overturn it, even though it didn't look like there was. Mm -hmm. So the Chargers defense looked great. So even with that, the Chiefs, Still, kind of did whatever they wanted, and that was with a no game from Juju. Travis Kelsey was very silent. Um, you know, you almost would have rather them kill you instead of your defense looking like they played one of the best games they could, and you still lose. Uh, so that's not great if you're a Chargers fan. But um, Yep. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are just doing the Chiefs things right now.
1: Yep, I agree. I don't really have too much more. On this game in general? All right. So let's get to Sunday, which I don't know about you, but that might have been the craziest
0: Sunday I think I've ever watched in a long time. Like, Dude,
1: so many of those games were just absolutely bananas. Like
0: that the the teams that won, the witching hour, we'll obviously get into my Jets. We'll get into Tony's Cowboys, the Giants, all that. We'll get into everything. Um let's start with, you know, maybe the second craziest comeback of the day.
1: Oh, wow. You're good. The
0: the Eagles just took the top off the Vikings defense like bad. I didn't even turn on that thing. I know. Like, I I will get into it. I don't like two Monday night football games. If you're going to do two Monday night football games, it needs to be like a 7 o'clock and a 10 o'clock game. I agree. I don't like But then you get into the point where it's a 10 o'clock football game and that sucks. But yeah, so let's get back into it. The second probably biggest comeback of the day Ravens versus the Dolphins. Uh, Ravens were up 35 to, I think, 14 going into the fourth quarter. Looked like they had a complete stranglehold on this game. And Tua doesn't have a new alarm, I guess? Or dude, maybe I don't he know. does?
1: That game was probably one of the craziest regular season games I've seen in a really long time. They put up four fucking touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It's like the Ravens just, like, didn't realize there was a game going on.
0: Dude, That you only see that shit in college, usually, because, like, college kids don't know what the hell they're supposed to do. Like, you would think, like, you get one or two first downs even running the ball of the Ravens, that's, like, four minutes off the clock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just they couldn't do anything. I think – I actually kind of feel bad for Tua because – so. I also I liked the Dolphins this game. I had bet the Dolphins on this game. and at, at one point, I was, like, furious. I was, like, these stupid Dolphins, like, roped me into thinking they were going to be a good team. But he came back in the fourth quarter. You could say, you know, the whole team had a part in it. But Tua still is the one that brought that team back. The quarterback gets the credit in a situation like this. He's still getting shit on, on, like, sports talk shows, basically saying that, oh, he, like, still was under throwing people. He still was doing this. And I'm like, dude, he put up four freaking touchdowns. He put together I will four scoring drives. He was still underthrowing to a degree,
0: but he won the game. That's all that yeah. matters. Uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Wando I think were the first two teammates ever to put up over 160 yards in a game. Tyree Hill went for 11 and 190 and two touchdowns. Jalen Wando went for 11 and 171 and two mm-hmm. touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown. Um, but you know, I I was focused on my game, but watching that, and I was. I had Jalen Waddle and I had Jalen Waddle in the tunnel leads. I was facing Tyreek Hill in a couple, and I was just—I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like I thought I was watching <laughs> replays
1: of these sixty-yard bombs. I was like, "What is the Ravens' defense doing, dude?" It—it's actually kind of scary. I don't know who the D coordinator is on Baltimore, but he probably is going to get lectured too. I will say too, I think Waddle this year—if—if if the Dolphins keep playing the way that—sorry, Stephon
0: they, Diggs just had a sixty-yard touchdown.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Good stuff. I bet some weird bet on FanDuel today that was like, I think Josh Allen needs like a touchdown in both halves. And then I did something else with like Diggs needs 50 yards. Henry needs 50 yards. I don't even remember what I did. But anyway, okay. um, I think Waddle's going to like kind of become like a bigger name than he is right now because having Tyreek kill there, I think is like making him even better because there's somebody mm-hmm. else to like kind of distract from him. He's going to put up, I think, some crazy numbers this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jalen Waddle always was more of a possession
1: receiver, so it is very interesting.
0: It's not interesting to see him get 11 catches. I always kind of expected that still. I always thought that Tyreek would be the the deep throw, obviously big yard guy, and Jalen Waddle would fill more like a Travis Kelsey role in this offense and just put up the numbers and have big yards every once in a while. But he's, in his first two games, I think he's got like Granted, I think one was a 70 yard touchdown last game, but Mm -hmm. he's got a hundred yards in both games so far. And I mean, that's impressive. So. Does Miami scare me as a jet fan? Obviously they're a better team than the jets. Um, I'm not crazy enough to say they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if two is going to play like this. I still think two is their biggest weakness. And, uh, Come time when it needs to, when they need to go mano, mano with a team like the Bills or the Chiefs. I just don't think he'll get it done. Um, and the Ravens starting like four corners were all out. So I don't know. We'll see. They've played the Patriots and they've played the Ravens. The Patriots, obviously. Don't look like they're anything special. Again, this year they won on Sunday, but they don't look like anything special. The Ravens beat the Jets, but that's not really saying much. And uh, they just blew this huge game. So, I don't know. We'll see going forward. Um, The AFC East looks like it's going to be a pretty scary division overall. Um, And the AFC North just looks like it's in shambles. So, Yeah, I agree with that. Uh On to next Let's talk about the first of our teams Let's give Martin his due Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars Tony One and one They went and beat the Colts 24 to nothing Trevor yeah. Lawrence looked good
1: I, So Lawrence looked good And I'll give credit to the Jaguars They played really well offensively Even the guys that we criticized them for Signing are playing very well so far I think Kirk had two touchdowns Um I still feel like, no matter how, which way I look at this game, this was more about, like, are the Colts just frauds? I know it's really early, but they have not looked good. They haven't looked good defensively. Matt Ryan looks like he aged 22 years in the past season. Um, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know what they're doing. It's I genuinely thought they were going to win, and to get shut out by the Jaguars is sad.
0: Yeah, um, listen, I will give the Colts, a little bit of a reprieve in the fact that Michael Pittman got was a late scratch, yeah. Uh, Saturday, I think. Uh, but that doesn't really, I mean, you still shouldn't get shut out by the Jaguars. Um, I will say it's a big thing, so I kind of was leaning on I think the line shifted all the way to only Jaguars plus three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of baiting you to take the Jaguars, uh, which ended up being the right play, but um. I don't know. The culture in trouble. Matt Ryan looks like old Matt Ryan. Um, By the way, did you see, uh, I guess week one, he threw like his, maybe it was like his 283rd, not 283rd. He threw a record touchdown for him Mm -hmm. and the ball number on it was 283. Was it really? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, (laughs) Matt Ryan can't get away from that number. Um, Poor guy. It's
1: going to go down in history. I mean,
0: luckily for the Colts, because I know I think all of us picked the Colts, obviously. Um, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Martin, I'm going to say this to you right now. A lot of us didn't say the Jaguars were going to be the worst. We said you guys yeah. were going to be third in the division. Like, yeah. We all said the Texans were going to be a much worse team than the Jaguars. Um, you're one-on-one. Yeah. On one. Congratulations. Good for you. We're happy for you. Um, luckily for the Colts, this the division is not strong. I still think, though. Figure it out. They have the best running back in the league, probably. Um, Mm -hmm. They should have a good defense still. I don't know. I think they'll figure it out. It's a bad week, obviously, um, especially against a division opponent. But
1: the issue is now next week the Colts play the Chiefs. Yeah, that's rough. You're looking at zero and three then. Yeah, so they're going to be. But the Chargers, uh, the Jags play the Chargers too. So I don't know. That's That's, got a division that's got like a freaking eight or nine win team. Coming out of it at this rate,
0: yeah. This if they get to eight or nine, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Um. Next, let's talk about the Bucks and the Saints. Uh, Tom Brady uh, was zero four coming into this game against the Saints. Uh, in his two years, um, he changed that. Finally, they won twenty to ten. Um, if there was a prop on Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore getting in a fight in any future <laughs> saints Tampa Bay game. Just take it. These two guys are might be like I saw it on Twitter. These two guys might actually be the only guys in the NFL that actually hate each other. Like yeah. they fight every game. And you know I'm gonna usually Mike Evans or Lattimore do something stupid to start a fight. I will give Mike Evans credit. He was defending Tom Brady, and yeah. he, there's the funny clip of dude. Him that clip is the, great. <laughs> saying to the ref, "What the fuck you want me to do?" It's Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So good on Mike Evans. He's probably going to get suspended, though. Yeah. Um, Because he probably should have stopped after that hit, but then they started throwing punches. Um, This was a disgusting game. I think it was 3-3 for the longest time. Uh, And then there was a touchdown, and then there was a pick six, and the Saints were kind of dead by then. Um, I'm telling you, the Saints defense is not, not bad. Like, Really, they only let up 13 points. They let up three for most of it. Uh, I think the the touchdown they allowed was like a forty six yard bomb to Brashard Perryman, which he kind of just mossed the cornerback. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I think the thing with know. the Saints is like Winston needs to like take care of the ball. I yeah. think he had three turnovers or something like that. Uh, he did. I mean, go ahead. I, no, I was gonna, like, because I do agree. I think the Saints' defense is much better, and I honestly think, listen, the Bucks are probably the cream of the crop in that division, but. The Saints could push for a playoff spot if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They just need they just need Winston to. Problem is, like you, he's kind of like one of those quarterbacks you like live and die by. Like he's going to have a game where he's going to throw for five hundred yards and probably win them the yep. game. But then you have games like this one where the offense looks sloppy. He turns the ball over, and then they only give up twenty points to a Tampa Bay team. You would think they'd win, but yeah,
0: uh, not having Kamara doesn't help.
1: Uh, no, yeah, yeah,
0: but. Well, I- um, Michael Thomas looks like he is uh kind of back to old Michael Thomas. Which is good for, I'm happy fans. for
1: him. Yeah. I like Michael Thomas.
0: Uh, Jarvis Landry, no, su- no surprise. Regressed. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought he was gonna be that seven for one eleven guy. Like it's just, it just wasn't gonna continue. Um, nope. other than that, this was a very highly defensive game. Devin White is a monster on the defensive side. Uh, he is an incredible linebacker. I agree. All right, I let's forgot, get into this. Sec- What's I up? forgot
1: Tyron Matthew was on the Saints.
0: Yeah, that one. Dude, he that used one to feels be so weird. good.
1: Yeah, he fell off a cliff. He didn't even like, gradually get worse. He just went from like, no, he just fell off, I'm yeah. great, and now I suck. Yeah. But, anyway, sorry, good.
0: No, let's get to Frank's team, the New England Patriots. Uh, they won their game 17-14 to against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tony, before we talk about the Patriots, how mm-hmm. long are the Steelers going to let Mitchell
1: Trubisky ruin their team? Yeah, he looked uh, pretty bad. Um, I, hey, I got to be honest, though. I don't really love uh, Pickett either, so I don't know. I just... They're going to have to bench Mitch at some point. When's their buy? Is it too
0: deep? Uh, their buy is... Let's see. Three, four
1: like, five, If it's seven, like an early buy, I could see them just waiting for the bye week. That just is like a very stealer thing to do. So their buy doesn't look like in, it's until
0: November 6th. So we're talking about like... Another four
1: or five weeks? weeks. One, five. Might be yeah, like we're like talking seven. another five games, so... Uh, Man, I, don't know, I don't know if he gets that far, unless I don't know what their schedule looks like. If he could like split or like um, let's be, see, like, so they four. they've got they've got Cleveland on
0: Sunday, should win. Then they've got and they got the Jets,
1: possible win.
0: Um. Then they got Buffalo.
1: Loss. Uh, yeah.
0: So it's gonna. Uh, so so I don't know. I think if they play
1: out. well enough, where like listen, if they just start losing and then they play the Bucks. If they're like losing out like games outright and just getting embarrassed, I think he gets benched sooner. But I think if they're just like middling and maybe they have two or three wins by the bye week, they'll wait till the bye week and then bench. If they lose,
0: so I think they lose to Cleveland probably. Um,
1: That'll put a fire under his ass.
0: Um, and then I think if he loses to the Jets, he's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think in that scenario, he's definitely benched. Um uh one, funny right. I think thing, though, one of the games about this game. So Danielle's dad joined the Survivor Pool this year that uh somebody runs oh, he that he's probably too afraid for me to mention that he has a Survivor Pool out loud. Mike him after him. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Um but so he picked the Patriots and then Mike oh well, cat's out a bag. He texted me and was <laughs> like, Hey, does your father in law know that he can only buy back once because that's a pretty ballsy pick. I was <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he knows the rules. I told him. And then they freaking won. And I was with him during the game. He's like, see, I told you pets were gonna win. I'm like, can you Hang do on. this more often?
0: So ballsy move by your father-in-law, but let's talk about the worst survivor player in the world.
1: Oh you can see Nori.
0: Steve. Bad. Steve. Dude, do you have the teams he picked in this thing? That, he, uh, I know he one was the one Falcons point. last week. Oh, no, I know who it was. Because they all lost on last second play. He yeah. picked the Falcons week one. Yeah. So he bought two entries. He got the Falcons week one, who lost on a last uh, field goal to the Saints. He also had the Panthers in week one, who lost on the Browns on like a 55-yard field goal. Yeah. He, I think he only bought back in one of them. Yep. And he picks the Browns against the Jets. Yeah. Uh so Steve got absolutely fucked in
1: Survivor. (laughs) That's gotta be one of those. Steve
0: got. We lost Uh, a good
1: amount of people on like the double up like that.
0: Yep. (laughs) Um Okay, so back to the Steelers (laughs) Steelers. Steelers are were just they don't look great. Mitch Trubisky doesn't look great, like they have good weapons, Najee Harris, Pickens. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryer move looks like he is a very good tight end. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good team. I think they just need a quarterback to unlock that team. Um, yeah, the Patriots on the other hand, I know they won, but their offense looks like it's uh, like work to do anything. The touchdown the to Aguilar at the end of the mm-hmm. at the end of the half was really a very very broken play that went for forty four yards. Like. Not a great touchdown, and um, and then the Damien Harris one—they at least worked it down the field to to get it. But uh, it looks like a lot of work for them to score. Like yeah, like painful.
1: I, I agree. It it almost it's because I mean they didn't play that well last year either. But I feel like losing McDaniel's is still showing from last year to this year. Like there's clearly like. I don't know if they just don't because didn't one of their receivers kind of like bitch before the game too? I saw something. I think it was Myers probably. said something about it's like he doesn't Jacobi know what Myers. the game doesn't know like the game plan doesn't know what their plan of attack is blah blah. And that's kind of he's not wrong. I feel like the Pats don't know if they want to be a running team, a passing team, mm-hmm. if they want to let Mac throw it around, if they want him to be a game manager. I still don't think Mac's that bad. I still don't think he's probably like a top ten quarterback or anything crazy, but. I feel Um, like they need to let him sink or swim. Because the team's not good enough to manage. Yeah. I've always –
0: I don't think Mac is bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I just never thought he'd be – I thought he was a back-of-the-league-type quarterback, like 20 to 30 range. Like, if he had – like, a Mark Sanchez type. Like, if he has all the right weapons around him, he's got a good defense, he needs to be a game manager, he can do that for you. He won't do anything stupid. He won't do anything crazy to lose you the game. But he won't go out there and win you a game, in my opinion. He just – he's not that kind of quarterback. Yeah, no, I I agree. In Alabama, obviously, he's got – I think at one point his wide receivers were like Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. uh, Who else am I missing? Um, Julio – not Julio. Who's – Devontae Smith. uh, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. There's one other big yeah, there was Atlanta wide receiver I'm missing. But regardless, like all those guys he had, and uh, they always had the best offensive line. And you had running backs like mm-hmm. fucking um, Derrick Henry. And um, I'm playing, I don't know why I'm blanking on Alabama player. but they always had a great core. Um, yeah. And. I don't know. It's just he's not—he's a game manager to me. Yeah, I agree. I just think they're gonna to have to make him not be. Yeah, but they're one and one. Um, coming up this week, they have the Ravens. Ravens, all right. That's going to that be just
1: play. has bounce back game for the Ravens written all over it. I almost think they're gonna put yeah. their foot on the Pat's throat.
0: All right, we'll see.
1: Uh, on to one of the more interesting games of the week. Washington Commanders versus the Detroit Lions. God, I love Tony, the Lions. are the Lions sneaky good? Dude, I'm telling you. Last, so the end of last year, I started betting the Lions a bunch because their spreads were always, like, huge, even though they were playing most teams close. Um, and even this year, like, I Detroit has a lot of good players. Like, Swift is really good. They have a good receiving core. Hawkinson's a pretty good tight end. And Goff, talk about game managers, is doing exactly that. He's just not fucking up. He's get, staying out of the way, making plays when he needs to. Um, listen, I think the commanders stink, so I don't want to read too much into it. But I think Detroit's got a pretty decent core, and I think they love their coach. I think he's probably one of the few coaches in the league that has his team like playing solely for him. Like They would run through a brick wall if he asked them to.
0: Yeah, um I think mean, you hit on everything uh like I'm on uh, St. Brown apparently. Like I know he didn't come out of nowhere. I knew we all kind of thought he was good, but I don't know if anybody thought he was this good. No, um, I don't think I
1: thought that either. And like and, especially with Goff Jam- throwing him the ball, like I didn't think he was going to do anything correct. that crazy.
0: And when Jamison Williams comes back, that receiving score core is very scary. Um I will I have one gripe with the Detroit Lions. Stop fucking giving the ball to Jamal Williams when they get within the ten yard line.
1: Give it it's to so Swift annoying. for God's sakes. Yeah, it is so annoying. I don't. I don't like it. Um, the Lions are going to be an interesting team, though. I think they'll obviously still probably not be great this year. They're in a tough division anyway, but they'll probably get better. They'll probably draft the quarterback, and I'm assuming um, in the offseason. like Which... off kind of buy some time and maybe they slide in a new new centerpiece for Which... them to run.
0: Which idiots said that the Bears were going to be better than the Lions? Was that Steve and Joe?
1: Could have been me, too. I don't even remember. I don't Mm -hmm. think so, though. I feel like I would have said Lions. So I've been high on the Lions. I don't know. That that episode probably never went out. We'll we'll
0: get to the Bears. Uh, You know, it's crazy that, like, Diegas isn't here right now. Because his team has the best record of all
1: of our teams. Dude, you would think he'd be on every week loading the fact that they're 2-0 and, oh and he's just like not here i think is absolutely hysterical
0: so but the giants beat the carolina panthers 19 to 16 on sunday everybody um
1: This Baker, what is too. going
0: on this, this game, game was, blue this game was terrible the, the giants are honestly lucky too every time i looked at like my app or when i was watching red zone Carolina was turning it over in their own 20, and all the Giants could do was kick field goals at that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't I uh so Giant-wise, I'm gonna say it again. Barkley still played pretty well. He got a ton of touches. His like average yards wasn't that high, but I like just seeing him being able to like handle a workload yeah. now because at least he's healthy. Um going back to Baker. This, is, does he, is he just bad? like did, did we, I don't remember what you thought about him, but I always thought like he was pretty decent. He kind of brought the Browns into some realm. No, I always, thought, I always thought he got a lot more shit than he deserved. Yeah, and now he's almost on a team that I almost want to say is not that bad. Like, it's got good weapons. Like He should be able to do something on offense, especially with freaking McCaffrey behind him. Like, How are you only completing half of your passes? I just I it doesn't it. make sense to me, and I don't know how much of it's him, how much of it's their coach. I think was overrated when they brought him in, Matt Rule. Um, mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I think the I think the Panthers are in trouble.
0: Yeah, uh, I think the Panthers um, a, will be looking at a very low draft pick, and will be thinking about taking a quarterback. So, um, congrats, Joe. Your team is two and zero, and if uh, the Eagles. Don't win tonight. You're gonna to be sitting alone at the top of the NFC East. Can you imagine that? God, our Lord in meet the year 2022, who would have thought? Jeez. Okay. On to the Rams versus the Falcons. Um this game got a lot closer than it, than it really should have. Uh mm-hmm. funny funny, funny. It was twenty-eight to three of the Rams and the <laughs> Falcons almost came back and it would have almost like killed the it almost would have killed the bad Juju if they were able to come back. Yeah. Um, my main takeaway from this game is Cooper Cup, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake London on the Falcons looks like he's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jalen Ramsey, you really need to shut your mouth. Like, yes. Just, I get it. You picked off Marcus Mariota to end the game. It was a bad throw. You, sh- you guys shouldn't have been in that position to begin with um where you almost lost so i am Martin this is for you Jalen Ramsey sucks he's trash piece of shit um Rams end up winning bounce back win for them but a lot closer than it should have been uh if you're on the if you were on the Rams i'm really sorry um shitty way to shitty way to lose
1: yeah i'm just a uh, couple takeaways for me in this game uh Allen Robinson's kind of alive so that's good. At mm-hmm. least uh they discovered that he's on the team. Um, yep. and then my other question, and I only bring this up because I have him on a fantasy team, is Kyle Pitts like just not on the Falcons anymore, or does Mariota like, uh, not know where to find him? Because this is ridiculous. I don't
0: know if I don't know if it's just that Mariota and him aren't clicking because him and Drake it's not like he's not throwing the ball. Like him and Drake Drake London has yeah. been going off. I don't know if its teams are just like doubling Kyle Pitts like like to the moon, like literally he's seeing double coverage or bracket coverage every time he runs a route. It makes no sense. Because no. they were behind. They were throwing a lot. Let me let me pull up. How many times Marcus Mariota threw the ball? Twenty six Marcus Mariota threw up no, well that's actually not as much as I thought it would.
1: I think but, though he threw more towards the bat like I'm curious to know how much he actually threw in the first half. Yeah. Pitts had three targets. That's
0: that's not not what and, you need to be doing with.
1: No, here. and Pitts is like one of those tight ends, like very much like not as good as like the Kelsey's of the world in them, but he's almost mm-hmm. like a wide receiver. And the fact that he's not getting touches now in back to back weeks, because I looked last week too. Only had two receptions this week, two receptions. Yeah. That's not why you guys have Kyle Pitts. Like he needs to get the ball.
0: All right. Let's let's talk about the craziest game of the one o'clock slate.
1: Uh, my New York Jets, Tony. <laughs> So, so I wish I could have seen
0: you watching this game. <laughs> so, for, so I was home. I watched the first half at my grandparents' house. Then at halftime, Steph and I had to go get it. We had to go to the bakery to order a cake for AJ's baptism. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to it on the radio. And at that point, it's like 17-14. They're losing in the third quarter. I get home. It's like 24-17, seven, I think, at that point. Um, so I'm like, all right, they're in the game. Uh, you know, I, at that point, I was just like, they're in the game. That's all I really want. Uh, Garrett Wilson was looking good. Reese Hall was looking good. Um, and then the fourth quarter happened and it kind of, it was like deflating. Cause at one point, I think the Browns had 115 yards to like our 11 yards in the fourth quarter. And I was like, this is not how you win games. And I was getting really discouraged. My mother in law came over with, and my brother in law came over. So we're all hanging out. I have the game on. Um, and they go up. They go up. Third. Garrett will send a big drop on third down that would have put them in midfield when they were down 24 17. And I was like, oh, this probably, that's probably it. Hunt the ball away. Brown's come down. Uh, it's like two minutes left in the game. And uh DJ Reed misses a tackle on Nick Chubb. And it's the first play out out of the two-minute warning. And all Nick Chubb needs to do, and he's done it before, because it cost me one time, like, the Browns were our, like, four-point favorites, and he went. He had a 60-yard touchdown, a 60-yard run, and he went out of bounds at the one-yard line Mm -hmm. because he could just knee it out at that point. And I was like, fuck, if he goes out of bounds, the Jets lose. We had no timeouts left. We were done. He runs it in for a touchdown. 31-17. I'm still thinking we're fucked. There's no chance we're coming back. Uh, second player of, dr- of the drive, uh, broken coverage, uh, Greg Newsome, I think. Joe Flacco hits Corey Davis for a 66-yard touchdown. Cool. To me, this is just window dressing still at this point. Uh, sorry, missed an important thing. On the Nick Chubb touchdown, Cade York yanks his extra point. So the Jets are up, down 16. Uh Jets hit uh, four, 13, excuse me, uh, hits the touchdown, makes it 30-24, to 24, onside kick, Brayden Man is doing the onside kick duties. It doesn't go the 10 yards, but the stupid Brown touches the ball. Mm-hmm. And it was a sidewinder, hits off of him, we recover the ball, now I'm getting excited. Because <laughs> I've seen this script the other way many a time. I was like, "This is the kind of thing the Jets will do." Um, Joe Flacco leads us down a wonderful drive. Hits Garrett Wilson on third down. They were the Browns were just playing like prevent defense, which I never understand why teams do this because it never fucking works when you're trying to protect the lead. Like the prevent defense always fails. Hits Greg uh, Garrett Wilson for a second touchdown of the game. Still twenty seconds left. I'm going crazy. My mother-in-law is looking at me like I'm a nut job. <laughs> Steph's trying to explain to her that it's my favorite team. Um, and Jacoby Brissett immediately rips off a 20-yard rush. Uh-huh. And I am I just started shaking my head. I was like, fuck, there's 12 seconds left. All they have to do is kick a field goal. And then stupidly, he throws it to Ashton Davis, who it's his first snap of the game. First play he's in, picks it off. Jets win. I lose my mind. I'm going to roll out all the stats for you right now. First time in 2229 games that a team lost uh trailing by 13 in the last 2 minutes of the game. Last time it happened was fucking 2003. The Jets have not done this since like 2009. They haven't uh come back from a two touchdown lead before. It's just all the stats. I felt amazing like I still, I already felt great about like the offense because the offense did look good all day. But I love Garrett Wilson. I tried to get Diegas to switch the jersey I wanted to his. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they don't have his jersey yet, but I think Joe's going to make me like a custom one that you can do. Uh, Garrett Wilson is the fucking truth. He is going to be the top receiver in this class. Elijah Moore is going to, like, I, I'm still a still big believer in Elijah Moore, but he's going to play that second wide receiver role and he's going to do it beautifully. Brees Hall and Michael Carter are a great tandem. Um, I really I can't wait for Uzama to come back. And Corey Davis is a great third wide receiver, and Braxton Barrios is an awesome switch, uh, like switch blade, switch knife, whatever you want to call it, utility knife, whatever they call that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I went nuts. It's it was interesting to see everybody like shitting on the Jets at first and then being like, holy shit, they just made the, one of the best comebacks ever. Um, Obviously, I was freaking out to you guys in the in the chat about it. Um, it was a great day for Jets football,
1: yeah, I mean, if I was a Jets fan, I'd be pretty excited to see what this team looks like with Zach Wilson.
0: yeah, me too. Not that uh, Joe's not
1: playing bad, but that's no. when you'll really get like a kind of a sneak peek onto how good the offense really can be, yeah, um on the other side, God, it sucks to be a Browns fan. Dude, it sucks to be Nick what? Chubb. This poor bastard is on this team. Yeah. Get free Nick Chubb. But uh, karma's a bitch.
0: Um, your organization is trash, and you get trash endings. Yes. So. Max. All right, let's move on to the 4 p.m. slate. Um, Tony, we're going to save you for last so you can go through, you know, your emotions of that game. Uh, let's start with a sad result. Um, San Francisco, Seattle, I think yeah san francisco won this game 27-7 to seattle turned back into a pumpkin Uh (laughs) but most importantly trey lance done for the year two ankle surgeries to fix it um it when i don't know if you were watching it Tony, but like it didn't look bad at first like he tried to get up and then he was like holy shit wait a minute i can't move yep um I don't know if this is good or bad for the 49ers, honestly. Because, but,
1: yeah, I mean, we kind of said before the season that we didn't know what Trey Lance would be. I, st- I mean, we still don't really have a good answer. But the 49ers, I still think, are a team that's built to win today. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy has proven he could win, despite how much he may handicap the team at times. Like, they... Could still make a deep playoff run. And Trey Lance, I think, looked like a guy that shouldn't have been starting yet, in my opinion. I know no. it's really early, but he just he didn't look ready. And for me, I think that almost, I don't know, sitting behind a guy like Jimmy for a year on a very good team with a very good coach and still looking that unprepared while you're out there, to me, is a little bit telling that I don't know how good he's going to be.
0: Yeah. Um. Quickly, Stefan Diggs has twelve catches, 150 yards, three touchdowns. So that's amazing. I definitely won that league. <laughs> uh, I was down. Uh. I, I had Trey Lance in this league. Um. So I was down like 25 points with Diggs and um, AJ Brown against Dalvin Cook. Uh. Yeah. It's looks like Diggs definitely made all that ground up for me. So I appreciate you, Diggs. Oh, and I passed Martin. Did you win this week, or are you going 0-2? 0-2. Oh, Tony, I don't want to have to send you somewhere. Like, I don't want to, have to do that to you.
1: Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen, though, because my team is quite terrible. Yeah. And what's worse is, luckily, I'm in two fucking punishment leagues, but the other one I just snuck out a win, thank God. Hmm. But, anyways. Um, <laughs> All right. Um. Anything else on this game? I mean, Seattle sucks, clearly. Yeah, like, no, I think Seattle's as bad as we thought. I'm, I'm curious to see how the Forty ers play now, just moving yeah. forward with Jimmy. It's funny, I, they're like the team genuinely looked like happy for Jimmy, which was kind of mm-hmm. funny too. So good for them. Uh,
0: they face so San Francisco goes to Denver uh, Sunday Night Football next week,
1: so Jimmy's getting thrown right in the fire. Yeah, Denver stinks. That'll be my that I have I've been saying this so, last Tony, three fucking years. Let's jump. Let's
0: jump into that game. Denver squeaks out a win against uh, Houston
1: at home. Yeah, yeah. Home game against a (laughs) dogshit Texans team. The Broncos, look, I want – this is when I wish fucking Steven and Joe and all these idiots that fucking love the Broncos were on here because this is proof to me that the Broncos are not that good. They have a ton of weapons, but Russell Wilson – Still to me as good as he was and has been, and all this crap is overrated, he like everyone looks at the Seahawk teams as being bad, he had plenty of weapons on Seattle and the last year or so the defense just wasn't as good, and he couldn't win anymore and now he's in a similar situation with a better defense, but weapons on offense, and for him to only another one, complete half of his fucking passes and not he's like doesn't have control over the offense it seems like, and I don't know if that's a coaching thing I don't know if that's a him not being comfortable in Denver thing. I don't know what it is, but I just – I don't see Denver making any noise. I think the Texans suck, and they kept it close. So, Uh, it's mind-blowing. It's actually mind-blowing how many people. Yeah.
0: Um, Wasn't a great – was not a great showing for Denver. Um, You play like that against the Raiders and the Chiefs, you're going to get fucked. Yeah. They're going to have no chance.
1: And it was passing, like, because rushing wise they did yeah. well. So when you could run the ball like that and you're Denver and you're holding the Texans to such a short, like they only scored nine points, uh, the Texans. You should expect to run away with that fucking game.
0: hmm Yep.
1: Especially when uh, you just Jerry went out Jude. about this guy, so freaking bummed.
0: Jerry, yeah. Cortland Sutton um went off. Jerry Judy got hurt. They haven't did they
1: say what he's you know, that's a good point, actually. And he's on one of my teams. Like, I, I, I have not he heard
0: of anything about him. Um more the most important thing about that, Joe Diegas continues to curse Jerry Judy. Yes. Um ever since Joe's thrown his support behind Jerry Judy, he's had very oh
1: that Jerry Judy's the other Alabama receiver. Oh yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Also, Jerry Judy's just day-to-day. They got good news from his uh okay. MRI. So that's, that's good.
0: Because I like Jerry Judy. Um but yeah, not great for Denver. Uh like we we just said before, they're playing San Francisco, um, who's got a very good defense. That's the thing. Yeah. They haven't even played a good defense yet.
1: No. Like they've played Seattle and Houston. Yep. Like I on it like the forty I I mean, I think the 49ers are gonna beat them. And I wouldn't even be surprised if it's by more than a touchdown.
0: Um, so Tannehill just threw another pick six.
1: Uh He's asses. How open. long? How often? Yeah. How long before Malik Willis makes it? I think we got like a week or two, and he's for sure coming out. Yeah, not great. Tannehill right. looks uh, like uh reminds me of what is it? Cinderella? No, which which fucking stupid Disney thing is pumpkin? it? Yeah, midnight. Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah, Cinderella. Tannehill, but Tannehill's like night was just like all of la- like the past two seasons, but it's finally yeah. about to be midnight. <laughs>
0: It's finally done. He's finally (laughs) caught up to him. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about another crazy comeback. The Las Vegas Raiders (laughs) against the Arizona Cardinals. So this was 20 to nothing at one point. You had Vegas fans in the third quarter popping champagne bottles on video. (laughs) Not great. You had everybody and their mother, including me, hand up. Throwing tweets out about how Call of Duty beta came out this weekend. (laughs) And Kyler Murray definitely was playing that. And I still stand by that. That motherfucker definitely wasn't running the playbook, especially with those last two drives, the way he had to get those plays. That was all like backyard football type stuff. Um, Raiders looked like they were in complete control until they weren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you got, Tony?
1: Yeah, uh, the Raiders being my stupid wheel team that I got, I feel like I've just got them at a bad, bad year. Um, it's interesting. Like, I kind of wonder, like, what it is this early on this year that so many teams are kind of just, like, choking games away in the second half. Like, I don't get how you could look so good in one half and then look so terrible in another and just kind of watch everything disappear. And that's, like, another situation where – like for me, when you start to see a game get away with like this, I know it's not their fault, but like I always look to the quarterback because somebody like Derek Carr, who's not been on this team for years and been in the <laughs> league for years and keeps like flirting with the idea of being like an elite level quarterback or like in that upper echelon, yep. these are the games that you need to kind of take over and keep your team in it and not mm-hmm. have the game slip away from you. But he couldn't do diddly squat in the second half and it showed.
0: Yeah, um, little advice, Derek Carr. I know you listen to our podcast every week. Uh, <laughs> Devontae Adams is very good. Yeah, don't listen to Steve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Throw the ball more than to him more than two times for twelve yards. Yeah, I know one a, of them was a touchdown, but you got to throw the ball more to Devontae Adams. That's what he's there for. Um, Kyler Murray on the two point conversion to make it fifteen twenty three fifteen ran mm-hmm. a total of eighty six yards. Yeah to get into the end zone. This man was playing backyard football. Yeah. The more, more impressive to me, I forgot if it was the fourth down or if it was the two point, I think it was the fourth down. Did you see him just throw Max Crosby off of him? Yeah. When yeah. it just, Max Crosby had him dead to rights mm-hmm. and he just shrugged him off like nothing. Yep. Um. So Kyler Murray was very impressive in the fourth quarter. All of that being said, the Raiders still had a chance to win this game. They were driving in overtime. Both teams had already um, turned, uh, punted it. Uh, I think they were at like the 45. And then Hunter Renfro just going, trying to grab extra yards, get stripped, scoop and score for 60 yards. Um, sucks to lose the game that way. Um, but the Raiders shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Got to win that game uh, in regular time. So um, congrats to the Cardinals. One and one, the West, the FC the NFC West is all one and one. I believe um, that'll be interesting going forward because none of the teams look great right now. No. Um, and the Raiders, this is not the division you want to fall behind in. Um, no. You know, the Chiefs are already two and zero. I know the Chargers and the Broncos are one and one, but it's just you can't fall behind, otherwise you're gonna be in trouble. Um,
1: let's get to the last four o'clock game of of the day, Tony. Let's talk about your cowboys. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened. I have no idea I think it's me. I think me like basically just saying that the season was over and they were dead, they just decided to beat my favorite team last year, <laughs> just just to <laughs> prove a point um. I I'll start with the defense. Our defense is really good. Like I know people are going to say like, oh, the Bengals are going 2. Joe Burrow hasn't looked great. Um, I mean, he didn't turn over the ball, at least this game, but um, I'm going to give the Cowboys some credit in that uh, Diggs kept Jamar chase like to somewhat he- regular stat line as opposed to the 10 receptions he usually has. Um Micah Parsons is an absolute animal. At the rate he's going, he's gonna make some noise with the single season stat record. That's my new prediction because they are playing him on the line way more often than they are at linebacker now with Gregory gone. And I think that's benefiting him a ton. Um offensively, I cannot believe Cooper Rush won another game. Um he's now mm-hmm. 2-0 as a starter. 2-0. Yep. Uh he may be the future of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not going to go that crazy, but it was just such a weird game for me because it almost didn't look like the same offense we were running last week. Like We were running almost a different playbook, which makes no sense because you had a quarterback that can't do as much as the one that I had last week. So that was a little bit frustrating because I almost wanted to be like, well, why didn't you do any of this with Dak? Um, But, I mean, Cooper Rush did what he had to do. He kept the team in the game, didn't make mistakes, which is basically what he needs to do um Elliot and Pollard were both good um no surprise there Noah Brown's becoming like a sneaky good receiver for us he's been on the team Mm what for for what feels like forever but he always was like the guy right behind Cedric Wilson um
0: I had no idea who he was when he was catching all those passes
1: yeah no but he's literally been on the team for like six years but he's always been like fourth or fifth on the depth chart like he comes out like one or two plays a game Never catches the ball, but he'll line up occasionally. He used to slide mm-hmm. in for Cedric Wilson sometimes. But um they were, like, kind of high on him in the preseason. And I was like, I don't know how high I'd be on the guy that's been here for six years and barely saw the field. But, I mean, he looked good. C.D. Lamb looked good. They finally ran plays designed for him, which made him out to be better than I think he looked last week at least. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, Schultz got hurt, but I actually don't remember what happened. Like, I don't know if I saw anything that happened that because that's going to be a little bit disappointing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going go to talk, okay, talk about it from the other side since, you know, you covered the Cowboys, and we'll get to the ending after. Uh, yeah. The Bengals, Um, I don't know, man. They look just – they're Super Bowl hangovers, and then they're Super Bowl hangovers. like Yeah. They they do not look like they have game plans coming out. Uh it's two weeks in a row where they've come out just flat in the first half. You know, both times they made comebacks, both times they've lost those comebacks. But I don't know, they just don't look like they're prepared to start the game each week.
1: Nope. They don't I think they're almost like relying too much on the fact that they have Burrow and Chase and Higgins, like they have such a good receiving core and everything, that they just assume they're going to just play well. But there's no, there's like no urgency on that offense. Yeah. Um,
0: that being said, they did tie the game in the final. Yeah, two minutes.
1: I'm kind of like blocking a lot of that out, but yeah, you're right. Um, oh, and also, fuck Le'Vel Collins, because before the season, he said he was going to protect. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow, and then...
0: Uh, he said, I'm your new security guard or
1: bodyguard, yeah. whatever he said. Listen, the Cowboys knew what they were doing when he went shipping. Um I will say, I've never been happier not to have Greg Leg on my fucking team, because <laughs> he for sure was not hitting that field goal. I'll tell you that much. He Red hit Maher's a 57-yarder
0: for the Jets.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't have done that for Dallas, I'm telling you. He, 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 he had something out against us. But yeah, no, the Bengals did come back. Um... But we won, and I'm going to pretend that they didn't almost fuck up the game. And Brent Maher hit a pretty deep field goal. And Maher is an interesting guy because he used to be on the Cowboys, but he had no accuracy. And then last year went to the Saints, and he actually kicked much more efficiently. And so far he's done pretty well for the Cowboys. So I'm kind of hoping he's, like, uh, short up the kicking game because we're going to need every little bit of it if they're going to, like, stay afloat. Because this is what the Cowboys so, do Now they rope me back in.
0: So next week's going to be awesome. Monday Night Football. Yeah. Giants so versus stupid. Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, oh
1: my God. You and
0: Diego both need to be on the podcast. I'm requiring it. I don't care. Unless I'm Cowboys out for the
1: game, but yeah.
0: <laughs> against 1 and 1 Tony. Uh, yeah, I got offered to go to the game, but I have to give a CLE the next morning. So I was
1: like, ah, oh, that's probably not a good idea.
0: Um, I was like, close oh, to my Jeff fans. So, like.
1: Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, um, but yeah, he's next week Giant fan though, and he's like, "Oh, we should go out for the game." But he's usually all talk. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> but next week's gonna be a lot of fun. So um yes. and I swear to God, if the Giants beat the Cowboys, I don't care if it's with Cooper Rush and any <laughs> excuse I could come up, I am never gonna hear the end of it from Joe because that nope. would put the Giants at three and zero in yep. first place, most likely, and would have beat the Cowboys. Forget it. That God cannot let that happen to me. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's, let's get into Sunday night football and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna ask a favor of the NFL. (laughs) Please stop giving me Bears Packers on Sunday night football. I I just don't need it. It, The Bears are not good. No, the Bears. Justin Fields is horrible. Like I was willing I know I know we you guys gave him a pass last week and I agreed with you guys like it was an aberration of a game because of the weather. There was no aberration this week. No. Like he cannot throw the ball. Either that or they just don't trust him to throw the ball. Darnell and
1: Colkomet. A... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was gonna say I think they don't trust him. He barely had any attempts. It's
0: Dave Montgomery looks awesome. Khalil Herbert looks awesome. But they're just not letting the, the guy throw the ball. Now, because Steve is not on, I can we can say this without getting yeah. annoyed by Steve by it. Uh, the refs were clearly handed the Packers multiple yeah. good calls including not giving Justin Fields that touchdown that would have made was, it a one-score game. Was it you uh, that sent the picture where yeah. just like the Giants <laughs> where the line and it was a giant indent? It was like, nope, it didn't didn't break the goal line, like I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he's also not here because if I had to listen to Steve, be like, "Yeah, see, I told you we'd we'd come back," and it's the fucking Bears. They're and he so talked bad. It,
1: yeah, he would have been talking about Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, blah 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 blah. I
0: still don't have a receiver. Nope. Um, Aaron Rodgers might kill Christian Watson. By the end of the season because christian watson ran a like it was a he, he was a motion man and he ran through the snap as the snap was coming and hit it hit the ball and luckily they recovered it but like almost cost him another fumble um so yeah the bears are bad um i still don't trust the packers i just don't know how they're going to compete with teams with actual weapons at this point yeah. like the the bears should have scored 17 on them, maybe more. Who knows what the game would have done at that point. But the Bears have no weapons, and they the defense is okay. It's not great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially when their offense can't keep the ball for long enough to make their defense get off the field. Yeah. Um,
0: quick updates on Monday Night Football. Uh, the Bills are shit-pumping the Titans, as Tony and I were talking about. Um, Bill's going to jump to 2-0. I I think they're the, probably the best team in the AFC right now. Maybe the league. Um,
1: yeah, I think I would say the league at this point. They're probably the most well-rounded. Yeah. So Also, it's be um, I made a very courageous thing decision without actually processing it. So I picked the Bills in Survivor this week. But I didn't keep in my brain that last week I got kicked out because I picked the Titans. And this has happened to me before where I then mm-hmm, pick against yep. the team that kicks me out and then I get kicked out but I felt confident enough that the Bills wouldn't fuck this for me. But
0: Yeah, that's fair. But I think you're good. 41-7. Um, Watch him go to bed. It's going to be ball. like
1: 44-41. I,
0: I think the Titans just turned it over again on a punt. Yeah,
1: they did. Jesus Christ. Um, that, that team fell off so fast. They were like a <laughs> flash in the pan. Almost faster than when the yep. Jaguars had that one good year.
0: Um, Second game on the second Monday Night Football, I hate don't do this, NFL. Yesterday, yeah. you you almost had it perfect. Mm-hmm. You had 7 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon. Give me 8 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon. Yes. That's all I need. If you want to get rid of Thursday Night Football 2, great. Do 9 and 5 or 8 and 6, honestly. I don't give a shit at that point. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't like I, the I, 2. I hate the weeks where it's 3. I hate the weeks where it's 3. No,
1: I agree with you. I don't like the 3. I don't like the double Monday night game. It just feels wildly unnecessary. Um, and this is also probably the two games I could have given a fuck about on top of it. but
0: um, Mike Evans suspended for one game. There uh, it is. not shocked there. Um,
1: in the other Monday night football
0: game, Philly's up 24-7 to at half. They're going to win this division.
1: Uh, probably, considering the division is made up of a bunch of Terrible, terrible teams. Um, mm-hmm. The Vikings suck, kind of like I thought they were going to, so that's good. Oh, Malik Willis is in. Already?
0: Well, yeah. it's because they're
1: down a lot. He's, yeah, he probably won't start next week, but until he brings the Bills back and I need to go kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, allegedly. Uh, anything else on football this week, Tom? Um, i trying to think if there's anything else. No, I think that's it. Um football is like in full football mode where games don't make sense. So I can't wait for next week to make absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. Cause there's like a lot of like weird games that like you would just look at them and be like, Oh, like Chiefs should beat the Colts. And somehow the Colts will win Or Oh my God, this might be the worst game. Yeah. Fucking next week. Did you see this Texans bears? That is going to be probably the worst football game I've ever seen in my life. But yeah. Um, Couple good matchups. You got Cowboys, Giants, uh, Giants Bucks, Jets, ca- Jets, Bengals. So yeah, those Dolphins will be fun. So life, be
0: fun. Ba- well, we beat the listen. We beat the Bengals last year with fucking Mike White. So the only I, everyone thing- picking against the Jets are like do not do not pick against the Jets and Survivor this week, guys. I'm telling you, don't do it because they might
1: win. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, the only thing that I would say is. Uh, you're just starting to tempt fate. Like are the Bengals really gonna start 0 three? Yeah. That's that's the main thing. But um, I agree with you. I mean, with the way they've looked, they probably Jets could beat them. So I, the let's, I don't know where I'm going with this.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh I don't want the Vikings are seven I'm not taking the Vikings against the Lions.
1: Um
0: well, I might maybe the, the Riders against two. the no, Titans.
1: Can the Titans go 0 three? I don't know. Uh <laughs>
0: Chargers against the Jags, uh, Ravens, Pats. You would oh, think the Ravens. Game, oh, that's a tough. It's going to be a tough week. Yeah, I'll probably get kicked <clears> out again. <throat> oh well, I
1: had
0: a good run. I might do. I might. I'm, uh, I'm probably going to do the Chiefs. I'm probably just going to burn the Chiefs. Yeah, maybe I'll. I mean, I already burned
1: the Bills. I'm clearly just burning whichever team at this point. That's that's a, already. Let me see. Do down. the Chiefs play
0: anybody else? That's. Uh, you got Tampa Bay, Vegas, Buffalo, San Fran. Those are all good games. Tennessee, Jacksonville, Chargers, Chiefs, Cincy, Denver. They get Houston late in the season, but I don't know if I'll make it. That's like week yeah. Yeah, that's week fifteen. I'm not counting on like, week in that <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm probably gonna burn the Chiefs. All right, let's let's get into some quick baseball, Tony. Yeah. Uh playoffs around the corner. Looks like you yeah. guys are gonna wrap up your
1: playoff spot tonight for the first time since 2016
0: congratulations on that um thanks i'm gonna ask you because i always ask you this where's your nervous level about winning the division
1: um four i'm feeling pretty confident what are you guys up a game now or up a game Uh, the reason i'm like so confident now it's i mean the mets are playing pretty well lately But the Braves stopped winning at, like, a fucking historic pace where they, like, wouldn't Mm -hmm. lose a goddamn game for the last two months. So, I think both of them teetering back and forth, I'll just take the odds of having, like, DeGrom and Scherzer on the mound, like, every other day and just assume, like, we're not going to hit a skid. So, as long as we do that. Plus, the Mets schedule, like, to finish the season is kind of soft. So
0: Uh, Playoff picture, let's just go through what it looks like right now. Mets win the division. Uh, regardless, the Mets and the Braves, they're both making the playoffs. Yeah. One of them is going to be the wild card. Um, mm-hmm. Dodgers have are, are already at 101 wins. They're probably going to have the most wins in the league and lock mm-hmm. up home field throughout the playoffs. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals, barring a horrific <laughs> uh, collapse, will take the Central. The third yes. playoff spot is where – yeah, the second and third playoff spot is where a wild card is where it looks like it gets interesting. Right now, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Phillies have the second wild card. Yep. The San Diego Padres are a half. Oh no, sorry, Padres have a sec. The second wild card. They're half a game up on Philly, who has a, The third wild card spot, and the Brewers are two games back right now of that spot. Um, so the Brewers. Could you imagine if the Padres don't make it after all this? Yeah.
1: There's, I, I can't see a situation where they don't make the playoffs. I know it's very well possible, but that would just be an absolute travesty.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Philly's going to end up being the team that... I think the Brewers catch Philly and, and pass them. Philly's not playing great right now. They've lost four in a row. Um, I still think um, the Brewers have the pitching.
1: Yeah, I'm also like very hopeful the Brewers getting because if I like I don't want to have to have two division rivals in the middle of the playoffs. So would yeah. much rather face the Brewers. And
0: then on the AL side, Houston clinched today. Oh uh, sorry, actually
1: one other thing. Yeah, you know what's kind of crazy? Fine. That I I I don't know if this was the point of it, but when they added the third playoff team, the point of it was to kind of like make the end of the season pretty competitive and realistically the nl only has two teams vying for the last spot and then the mm-hmm. AL is fairly locked up out like yep. there's a shot that baltimore could go on a the
0: orioles line. but
1: most likely is locked up likely. so it almost like took away the wild card race because imagine if you just drop the third team out right now how many yep. teams would be fighting for those last two
0: yep but uh i completely agree um but baseball doesn't think about those kind of things though No. Um. So, on the AL side, like Tony said, it's pretty much shaping up. Houston has their division locked up. Cleveland right now is four games up on the White Sox. Uh, The Twins have died, thanks to Steve. So, um, I think Cleveland will probably lock it up. They're playing much better right now than anybody else in that division. Mm -hmm. Um, The Yankees uh, were on a hot streak. Uh, I said this in the group chat when Steve said that the – Excuse me. Yankees were on a skid. Uh, they were actually eight and two in their last ten games when Steve mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they lost a couple to the Brewers, but I think at this point the Yankees are kind of just in cruise mode. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like Tampa Bay or Toronto really has a chance of catching them for the division, um, as long as they don't like obviously lose every game in a row. But uh, yeah. all the Yankees kind of have to do is play five hundred ball a little bit. I'd rather them obviously have it all going, but they can save it if they want. Toronto and Tampa Bay have the uh second and third wild card first and second wild cards locked up. Seattle is in the third wild card spot. And like Tony said, Baltimore is five games back to them. Chicago White Sox are five and a half game back to them. I don't see Seattle collapsing enough to let either one of them catch up. Um fuck you Orioles for trading Trey Mancini. It would have been so cool. <coughs> Watch you guys try and get in there. Now I got to deal with him on the Astros. So fuck you guys. Um, only other thing we got to talk about, Tony, Aaron Judge. Yes, I, I I am going to. I I want. I've been Tony. Frankie's been saying, but now I want to go on the record. If they give the MVP, Shohei Otani, I will kill him. (laughs) Me and Frankie will go down for murder because. This is just, it's bullshit. He is going to win the Triple Crown.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, listen, he's got to be the MVP. I'm sorry. Like, the, his stat line right now is something out of a fucking video game that you haven't seen since, like, the days of, like, the steroid users. <laughs> um, he he has a shot at the Triple Crown. I don't know if he's going to get it. Um, he's in second place right now behind Bogarts by .0, like, five. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be tough. I don't know. The batting average makes me nervous, but um, yeah, I mean, he needs the MVP, and the Yankees are absolutely out of their mind if they don't give this man every fucking dollar he asks for. Agreed. That's all I want to say about that. Uh, you know what's crazy? Else, Tony? No, I was just going to say, like, the playoff picture is pro- – like, I don't remember all of our predictions, but it's almost pretty much kind of like what I imagine most of yeah. probably said – I think the White Sox not being in it is probably right. One I think I had like, the White Sox, yeah. And I think a lot of us said maybe the Mariners make a small run. I had, I had the Brewers in the Central and the yeah, that's true. I think I had the Cardinals and the I definitely didn't have the Phillies in the playoffs, but no, uh, yeah. I
0: think I had Brewers Cardinals,
1: yeah, but definitely not super crazy. And the top teams kind of not, look like the top teams, like yeah. Astros, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers is probably. But I think. Baseball so. does not have parody, guys.
0: As much as they'd like you to think they do,
1: they don't. No. Yeah. There's no parody. They like see the a wild have been... card team in there and then they're just like, it yep, yeah. looked parody, guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Dodgers the, the have dip... been the Dodgers forever.
1: Yeah. The difference is, I think in baseball, it's just hard to repeat more so than right. in other sports. Like you actually get a repeat winner, but you don't realize that the playoff field itself is still mostly the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited. Any last licks? Um, No. I think I'm good.
0: You? All right. Let's jump. No. Let's jump into Wizard of Oz. Uh, do 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 (laughs) do Hello, all my fellow friends. Uh, Welcome to another week of Wizard of Oz. Uh, It's just Tony and I. Um, Let me give you probably Diegas' pick. Uh, Every game, just take whatever team you'd like. Because that's what Joe would do. He'd give you every game. Uh, Frankie would give you Raiders minus one against the Titans. That's that. If Frankie was here, he, he would say, I want to take the Raiders, but this is a game they'll lose to the Titans yeah. after the Titans get shit kicked. Yeah. Uh, Steve would tell you Packers uh, plus two and a half against Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh Joe, Joe is ham
1: three. Joe is hammering the Giants I'm telling you that right now. Oh yeah. Yeah that's that's accurate. Yeah. He's he yeah. gonna He'll fall on his sword. Um Yep. Uh, hold on, I actually don't even know what the spreads look like on these games.
0: All right, I have my two anyway. Uh Baltimore minus 3 against the Patriots. I think they come out hungry for the fuck up they had. And then <clears throat> Detroit plus seven against the Vikings because, you know, <laughs> they just fucking, even if they don't win, they come and cover every time. They they, they never give up.
1: Yeah. Those I are love my two the, picks. the Detroit picks a good one. Um I'm going to take the Cowboys just to go against Joe at plus two and a half. And then I'm going to take the 49ers. I see them at minus one right now, which is basically a pick them. And I mm-hmm. think the Broncos stink. So I'm going to ride Jimmy G into a victory
0: all right um with that thanks for listening to the tony and tony show just kidding that's thanks thanks for joining (laughs) us on recency bias hopefully next week we'll have most of our people here
1: um with that later boys see you guys later